This is The Should I Know Now, a podcast designed to get you in touch with your intuition, strengthen your perspectives, and help you gain the confidence to face life's challenges your way. Through a combination of prosperous thoughts, neuroscience, and psychology, we step into the unknown to question why we walk the walks and talk the talks that we do. Are you wondering if your connections are worth keeping? This is episode 18, and it's your girl T. I'll catch you on the other side. I'm out of here. Cheer. So what's good, gang? Are you tuned in, tapped in, and ready to go? It's your girl T, and you're listening to The Shit I Know Now. You ever been in a rush to go home and do nothing? Legit, like nothing. Like, there's no reason why you're rushing home. It's like we want these interactions, we want these experiences, but then we're so scared to live them out that it's like we rush through them, and then it's like we want to go home. Like, legit. Like, we get to work... And we don't spend no more than 30 minutes at work before we're like, I want to go home. Before you even leave the house, you're complaining that you want to go home. Like, you legitimately don't even give yourself the experience, the opportunity of the new experience. Like, you're not looking. Like, the night before, I can even go, the night before you wake up, you're already like, like, you literally get home and you're like, oh, I don't want to go nowhere. I don't can't care. We can't go anywhere. I hate you anywhere tomorrow. It's, it's interesting what we do. Like, we build up these stories in our head we spend all night talking about how much we don't want to go to work we wake up in the morning we don't want to go to work we have a million reasons why we don't want to go that girl hates me my boss is this people take advantage of me everyone's talking about me i hate that place i hate that place they don't pay me enough they don't do that and so by the laws of nature so it may be and you get to work and guess who's having a miserable day you you and everything you said is you you feel like some sort of like magician you end up feeling you ever felt like you're in the twilight zone you're like damn am i in the twilight zone i knew that was gonna happen and i knew they were gonna do that and i knew yeah you knew it because you said it and it came true because you said it you predicted it you don't give yourself a minute just because yesterday was a bad day it doesn't necessarily mean that tomorrow is going to be a bad day And even if tomorrow ends up being a bad day, that doesn't mean that the day that precedes that, it's going to be a bad day. Like at some point, when do we get off the hamster wheel? Who the hell cares if anyone likes me? I mean, at the end of the day, people pay you to do a job. So do your fucking job. Stop complaining about all the outside stimulants because you're the one creating that. Period. There's no way to flip it turn it twist it this is not woo woo this is not you know rocket science it's a neuroscience your brain waves are operating in a way that you are repeating old cycles because you must see the world anew you have to be able to wake up and say you know what i'm gonna let my boss do him or her today I could care less what their agenda is and I could care less if they like me. Um, I don't care. I'm going to go in there and do my job. You know, and with that, you have to follow their rules, right? So if you're working for someone, right, you've agreed to their terms. Unless you go into business with for yourself, living by other people's conditions can be traumatizing. Like if you don't have 
the strength to overcome someone else's manipulations to identify them to identify their limited beliefs to not take what they're saying personal to you like don't take it to heart you don't have that strength you're just gonna sit there and they're gonna abuse you and abuse you and abuse you because you feel like you have to right society like we think of world as survival we're all on survival and the reason you won't leave that job that you've created to be terrible because you've created it to be terrible you 100% have a choice. If you live in New York City, you have a choice. I understand that other cities may not have a choice, um, but if you live in New York City, you have a choice. You have a choice to quit. You have a choice to quit, and you have a choice to start all over. Now, do you want to do that? No, right? You don't. Why? Because you're scared or because of some stigma, right? Because people are going to talk about you. Who needs to know your business? The only one that needs to know what you're doing and how you're surviving and how you're paying your bills is you, but now if you're if you can't control your emotions which i could understand why again i get it right and if you're alone and you don't have anyone to talk to a lot of people turn to social media to vent why not i mean it's a great platform there's millions of people there and it's an opportunity to find like-minded individuals so i'm all for social media i'm not here to say that it's bad or it's not good or you know it breaks relationships or friendships or marriage which anything has the ability to do not just social media gossip could break a friendship a marriage ill intentions speaking ill of people right you can you can break something up with your mouth keep keep talking <laughs> like keep wishing bad upon others i don't recommend that because all you're doing is collecting karma and i do believe in karma so yeah you can do whatever you want you could wish it upon people and if you do it strong enough or, or, or with enough will, you can destroy someone's life by thinking about it or, or speaking about it. But that's, that karma's on you, boo. Like, that, if, that's, if that's what you want to do, you can go ahead and do that. That's not to be taken lightly either, right? Because there's a lot of fools out here, like, messing around with what black magic or witchcraft or whatever the case is, right? And I think of it in, in the simplest forms, right? Like, I just think about it in terms of what you speak. Right? You can wish ill on people, but other people take that to extreme levels. It's like it's not enough to wish it on them. They have to make sure that they're doing something to impede your happiness. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm not afraid of any of that. Like, I'm sure there's a couple of fucking people that, that have dolls made up of me. Like, I'm an amazing person. I understand why people would hate me. I get it, but it doesn't stop me from doing what I have to do. Because at the end of the day, I don't fight my own battles right i let same way there's karma there's good karma right i let the universe handle it like you're not my problem you have a choice to change your thoughts at any moment that's the crazy thing it's literally so the, one of the universal laws here we go education time the law of perpetual energy the law of perpetual energy states that we have the ability to switch our energy our frequency at any given moment and that means you are never too late so even if you spent all night talking shit about that job right and you didn't catch yourself because you you know you're, in, you're on the hamster wheel, so you didn't catch yourself and you spent all night talking about that job, all morning fussing about that that person, that coworker, the, the, the rules, all morning on your way to work, you're like, oh my God, there's going to be traffic and I'm going to be sitting next to a smelly person on the bus and this, this, is, this is terrible. You could have done all that. And three minutes before you get to work, you catch it and you're like, wait why have i been talking negative like for the last day and a half like this is crazy i don't care what my boss says i'm secure with what i'm doing 
I'm here to get paid to make a difference, to do a good job, to whatever it is that you guys do in, in, in your jobs. Like, I'm here to do that. I'm not here to do anything else. And that co-worker, she's going to be fine. <laughs> she's not worried about me. She got her own problems. And by changing that thought and holding it. So here's the key. 17 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. 17 seconds is your window. You hold a positive thought for 17 seconds. You are very welcome. You are so welcome. If you hold a positive thought for 17 seconds, another one will come right after it. It is not me. It is science. It is psychology. It is what it is. Your ability to... You hear that, guys? That's New York City heating system. It's not my apartment. I'm actually at work right now. Well, my internship. But it's pretty much everywhere around the city. So if they start clanking, I'll probably pause it. But okay, looks like they stopped. So back to it. And and you know what? I think that those are disruptors, right? Like I was about to tell you guys a secret. 17 second secret. And all of a sudden the pipes start clicking. It's kind of like the universe saying, girl, shut up. You're telling them the secret. They don't want you. Let's distract you. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the secret. 17 seconds, my beautiful people. 17 seconds is all it takes for you to generate another positive thought. So if you can break your pattern of thinking for 17 seconds, if you can stop and say, oh, that bird is so pretty. Oh, my God, look at that bird. Look at the colors of the bird or whatever. Just stop. Get off the hamster wheel and stop. If you can find a positive thought. Oh, my God, I have all my teeth. Oh, my God, my breath doesn't stink. Oh, my God, I'm walking. Whatever. If you can find a positive thought for 17 seconds, I promise you another one is going to come. So after those 17 seconds, you're going to see another beautiful flower. And you're, oh, shit, look at that flower. Whatever whatever your point of attraction in, it will continue. Now, this rule also applies the opposite way, which is why you're able to talk shit about your job from the night, from the moment you get home to the moment you get back in. Because for 17 seconds, whatever you're thinking about, longer than 17 seconds, another thought will come up. So if you're like, I hate this job, I don't want to come back. 17 seconds later, you're going to be like, because it's the girl that sits next to me. And then 17 seconds later, it's going to be because she stinks. And 17 seconds later, it's going to be like, because the boss don't like me. And 17 seconds later, it'll be like, because they don't follow the rules. And before you know it, we have manifested not only another terrible day at work we've also manifested manifested a terrible co-worker and we've also continued the pattern you continued the pattern you never broke you didn't catch your thoughts the law of perpetual energy states that at any point that you're able to catch your thoughts at any point whether it's before you go to sleep whether it's you wake up or three minutes before you walk into the job maybe you're already sitting at the job whenever you catch them if you can sit in place for 17 seconds and say oh my god we have paper today because that's how beautiful satisfaction is because satisfaction and gratitude go hand in hand i said that before but satisfaction i feel it's it's easier to find because gratitude is just seems like so mysterious right like gratitude is like oh my god you have to be grateful for something but things seem so ordinary or we live in a world where things seem like a given like it's a given that we have paper right so you you have it's hard for you to be grateful for something that you think it's it's an entitlement 
But if you sit in satisfaction and you're like, oh, I'm satisfied that my pen works right now because I know that these computers be acting crazy. So at least I have a pen to write, right? And then you're like, oh, wait, but this paper is really good too. Like, yeah, I got a pen and a paper. Like, all right, all right, this job is kicking. Oh, wait, there's toilet paper in the bathroom. Okay, we got toilet paper. Wait, do they got the soft one? Oh, they got the soft one. See what I'm saying? It's really is the little things in life and that's the shit that i know now baby it's the little things not the big things that make a difference it's the little things that have the ability to change the way you see things and it's the little things that will shift your world from no good to all good Some of y'all literally collecting karmic debt, trying to take away other people's free will. I mean, you seen Ghost? You know that? that Patrick Swayze got some shit going on. Some of y'all walking around here like Jack Nicholson in The Witches of Eastwick. Y'all bitches spitting out cherries and all this other shit. Listen, dark magic, black magic, just stay away from that. Stay away from anything that's not going to make you feel good. Does it make you feel good to hurt people? Ah, I'm kind of scared of that answer, right? So me was like, yeah, bitch, it makes you feel good. All right, so if it makes you feel good, I guess go with that, right? Like, I'm, <laughs> I got I to gotta be even to both sides, right? I can't just, you know, feed the good. I mean, I just hope that one day you trust yourself better. I hope one day that you know your worth, right? Because that's how I see that. It's just acts of desperation. Like, you literally sitting down wishing bad on people. How desperate are you? Like, how mixed up in your own world are you that you're so concerned with what another person is doing? And half the time, we don't even see these people. And if you do see them, it's because you want to. Like, you click on the person's page. Don't unfollow. We all, there's always a choice. Every single body, every human has a choice. You can choose not to follow. You can choose not to look. You can choose to be better. You can choose to be the bigger person. But if you keep following the person and looking at their page and they trigger you and then shit is crazy and people get desperate. And I just hope that if you ever found yourself in that desperate space that you can pull back. Anyway, moving along, I cannot wait till this weather changes because I can't take it. Like I can't take it. Every day I walk outside and I want it to be spring so bad that I somehow feel like if I wear less clothes the universe will just match me so i'm like it's not gonna be cold and then i go outside with like my fucking ankles out and the universe didn't listen it's fucking cold so yeah nevertheless i need this weather to change asap for real i'm over it i need i need a suntan i need to get out of here and if you haven't experienced a winter up north (laughs) you don't really need to (laughs) you really don't need to still in school no um real income right so how does these things happen how how am i surviving right and i and i still have the uh muster up the energy to come on and laugh and joke and still living my best life like i still had lunch today i jumped on a cab yesterday like how is this even happening right i'm supposed to be working because if you don't work you don't survive that's what they told us right like we had to have a job because if you don't have a job and you don't have income you're not gonna make it Yet, somehow, it's like I'm a living testimony of making it. So what did I do, right? So what's the update is I didn't take the fucking job. I didn't, know. fearlessly, I, um, legit. It's a shit show. 
It's another social service agency that's exploiting workers and I'm just not for it. Let me tell you something. If your agency or your company or your organization has no employee incentives, I'm not going. Why Why am I going to go? Explain to me why. Because I'm going to die if I don't have money? I do not believe it and I'm not going to do it. And you give me nothing but a paycheck. But you're not giving me that paycheck because I'm earning it by working for you. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I walked out. And I got six weeks left on an internship. And I graduated in about 10 weeks. And things are going to work out. I cannot wait to show you how it works out. Like, I am... 100% excited to see this whole situation flip around like I know that it absolutely will. I'm really excited about this. So Amy emails me and says, T, this show is so great. You're growing and I hear your confidence more and more. You say so many things that leaves me in awe. And girl, you're on the money. So maybe you can help me figure this one out. I'm 43 and you think I would be able to identify if something is good or bad, but here I am and so here I go. My husband and I have been together for 12 years. We have two children. One is 12 and the other is 10. Yep, I got prego right away. And at this point, I'm not even sure if he even loves me. Girl, this is complicated. I know the kids need a dad and being together makes us happy. I feel guilty either way and I don't know what to do. I guess for now, just knowing if this is worth hanging on to. Thanks for all your love and support. And hey, do you have a place where I can donate? Amy, first of all, I don't know why you said like 43 as if you were old because you're not. I guarantee you that. And yeah, so you got Prego right away. Like who the hell cares? Um, I guess you, you're saying that as to say that that's probably the reason why something went south or maybe going sour but I guarantee you that it's not I don't believe that you can do anything wrong I believe that at any point in time you can change your vibe you can change your energy I believe that certain things in life are meant to happen regardless of whatever steps we take um, and I believe your children are part of those things I believe your encounter with this gentleman is part of those things I believe you were meant to meet you were meant to have these two kids and they're gonna move on to be amazing additions to society so no shame absolutely no shame as far as knowing if it's worth staying right that's when do you know i know last episode i ended up doing um a list of what was it seven signs um of whether or not they love you so you can definitely reflect back to that i believe it was episode 16 but i have another list for you amy because you're dope and you're dope for trusting me so here we go i did seven signs that it's worth keeping okay so here are seven signs that your relationship should show you and this should help guide you as to whether or not your relationship is worth keeping i think i'll go backwards and i think i counted them right this time and i hope you guys enjoy this so number seven you guys help each other grow as people so if you're still helping each other grow, if he's supporting you emotionally, if he's supporting you socially, if, you, if he's helping you evolve as a person and you're helping him evolve as a person, then yeah, you're on the right track. All right, go ahead. Number six, um, you still share the same core values, the same fundamental beliefs. So those, if those things really haven't changed and you have, you know, your morals and values, be nice to people, don't be rude, whatever it may be, you know, this is A, this is B. If those core values haven't changed much and you guys can still see eye to eye, 
on certain agreements especially with the kids then you're on the right track you're good to go like things are things are good now if you're making different decisions and you know you can't see eye to eye and you're giving your kids mixed signals and you're, you you know go to mommy for this answer you know that's you guys get it you get it i know amy gets it um number five so you can agree to disagree this is a big one you guys shouldn't be arguing no one in life should be arguing like if you're constantly are you so and that's the thing emotions are a real thing emotions like it's it's not fake it's real it overcomes us it takes our better judgment and it happens individuals we may trigger another person's in emotions it may not be on purpose but is it really fair to tell someone like you have to keep your emotions in check i think that that's for friendships for family members maybe for businesses you know i think it's it's best practice to not to take things personal like i always say and understand that people are always doing things for themselves including you and that will help you not take things personal and keep your emotions in check however when you spend your personal time with your partner you know for me my partner should be that one person that i can be myself with so my emotions shouldn't matter i can i can curse i can do whatever i want i can be whoever i want like i can be the core me because we all need we all want that desire that to be like why do you want to keep wearing a mask like i can understand the mask for certain you know members of society like i just described but come on we're your partner is that really what you want to be so you know if you can agree to disagree if your partner could just be like all right babe you got it and if you can say all right babe you got it you can just move on with your day conversations are good like and and the, the thing the key thing is like if you can do this during the worst times then it is absolutely something worth keeping like if you can do this if it's like if the worst things are going on but you guys can still find a happy place i'm telling you it's worth keeping number four moving right along the list of seven signs to tell you that it is worth keeping number four you can be yourself around them. It's kind of going with the agree to disagree that I was saying, right? You can be yourself. You don't have to hide. You don't have to talk properly. You don't have to, you know, be your best self, be perfect. Be, none of that. None of that is, you know. And again, going back to number five, when that argument comes in, you can just let them be. You don't have to force your opinions on them. You don't have you don't have the need to have your partner walk the line that you need them to walk. When you can allow your partner to be themselves and respect them for who they are, you're on the right track. Baby, like you got this. Number 3, you love you absolutely love spending time with them. When you're like best and I know sometimes for women and men it's different cuz you know men are wired differently and it doesn't mean just because your dude likes to hang out with some guys or likes to game a little gamey or whatever it doesn't mean that he doesn't love spending time with you however when they absolutely love spending time with you when you're that thing oh my god i can't wait to go home see my baby we gonna cook dinner she's so funny she's so this i can't wait like when that is there forget about it and it's rare but it can be found trust me like you can find someone that absolutely loves your company and loves spending time with you like i absolutely believe that and i know that in longer relationships that may not be present because people tend to get comfortable with each other you don't want to go home and you're just waiting for friday because you got plans for your friends and you're just looking at the time because it's almost time to go to sleep and you're like yeah i only got to be awake for another hour (laughs) i i just don't think that that's normal so amy if those things are going on just you know number two 
you can talk to them about anything so that goes back to that number five right you guys can agree to disagree and you can talk to them about whatever you want that you can say anything that you want and this person just knows you like they know they know you even when it's offensive they just know you they know you they understand you you can say whatever you want there's no judgment nobody's waking up the next morning looking at you like what you said no one's holding anything against you now like you're not flicking through channels now and you're not like rolling your eyes and like now you don't want to cook dinner because you know they said they fucking i don't know because they said i don't fucking know i hate strippers i was gonna use a stripper like reference but i can't stand strippers i don't want i don't know why either right because you know what they just trying to make name money is does that make me insecure oh fuck it's so funny how like while i'm doing this show and i'm ratting and raving like my own shit comes out and i this is why i absolutely love this platform because i literally check myself like i get to see my own fears and <laughs> what am i scared of strippers because they look so good right like they got their body right and they could be doing them i don't want to do i want to do a split for my man <laughs> i don't like these hoes but i respect it it's funny because I have a lot of stripper friends. So, like, I'm cool with them as a person. I'm cool with them. No judgment on what you do. But, yeah, if my man's in the strip club, you're not coming home tonight, boo. Go. Like, you need to go wherever you was at. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> I ain't doing it. I don't care. I ain't changing today. Not today. Number one, moving along. The number one sign that it is worth keeping. They make you happy. They make you happy. When you talk to them, you're happier. When you see them, you're just happier. When you're about to go home, you're happier. When you're sent in on vacation, you're happier. When you have three-day weekends, you're happier. Like, if you're dreading that extra day at home, guys, you know, if the phone rings and you're like, oh, what this motherfucker want? For me, being in love with someone is actually being there with that person. It's not doing things because you love that person. It's doing things for love. You know, so you change your life for love. You make steps for love. You realize that the love you share is important and you want to live that out. You want to see what that looks like. And you take those steps to see that through. But when you are doing things for a person because you have love for them... For me, that kind of resonates as guilt. What makes you do, like, it's like a thank you. So now you're moving in a way to sort of thank that person. Like, wow, this person has shown me so much love, right? That I would be, what kind of person would I be if I didn't love them? And that's not a question for you to answer. It's not a question for society to answer. We can't help who loves us. And we can't help what people do for us. People do things for us for many different reasons. So maybe you're stuck thinking that you owe somebody love because they gave you love. But maybe they gave you love for their own selfish reasons as well. Maybe they wanted to keep you there for their own selfish reasons as well. Maybe it was never genuine from the very beginning, from the very start. And some of you, like I said, done kept reasons and, 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 and seasons for a lifetime. You know, at a certain point, it just becomes routine right it just becomes a, a whole lot of guilt and then and then the loyalty card comes in right well i was here when you were shooting in the gym one of the hardest things that i ever ever had to do is forgive someone who wasn't sorry 
and understand that the reason that they're not sorry, it's not because I don't deserve an apology. It's not because, you know, they don't think that they did something wrong. It's because for them, they were doing the best that they could. Oh, but accepting that is so difficult. Is accepting that is growth. Accepting that is healing. Moving on without needing an apology. Better yet, moving on without even needing answers. Because you got all the answers you needed, right? That's the thing about God. God will always give you everything you need. It's right in front of you. Everything you need is right in front of you. But it's up to you to actually see it. No one's going to like, what is it? You can't, you could drag the horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. Mm, And that's the shit that I know now. Okay, so I just realized, you know that foam thing that goes on the microphone? I don't know how many of you guys use equipment, but like that sock that goes on top of a microphone. I never knew what it was for until I just edited this show and heard all of my P's and B's and S's. So if you sat through that, God bless you. And I promise that on the next one, I'm going to put this this muzzle, muffle, this thing, this foam piece. Yeah, on my mic. Got it. Yeah. It's me, learning step by step. (laughs) Every day is a growing lesson. (laughs) All right, definitely a huge shout out to Amy from Orlando. Thank you so much for sending me that email. I hope to hear from you and get a follow-up. I wish you the best of luck in your relationships. Remember that whatever you do in the end is 100% up to you. And the only one that knows the best for their situation is you. So no matter what you hear, what advice you get, the only one that can actually determine what's best for him, her, or herself, it's you. So good luck with that. Sending you lots of love and light. I absolutely want to thank you for asking about donations. I just started on my platform last episode and I'm really excited about it. So you guys can zell me at the shit I know now. That's K-N-O-W-N-O-W at gmail.com. Or if you use Cash App, you could dollar sign the shit I know now. That's it, right? Yeah, on Cash App, dollar sign. The shit I know now, K-N-O-W-N-O-W. I think I have the spellings in the description box and all that jazz, but you guys know how to find me. All donations are much appreciated, and I love you guys. Sending you much love and light. As always, my heart is with you guys. (laughs) Thanks for being you, and thank you for allowing me to be me. Catch you guys in the next one. Ciao. All right, gang, that's it for today's show. It's your girl T giving you the tea. I hope you join me next time on The Shit I Know Now. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And if you have any show ideas, be sure to send them over to www.theshitiknownow.com. 